Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Gail Sylvia, and I'm so excited to have you joining us here on Sylvia Global Media Network. My very special guest, um, returning to Sylvia Global, I'm quite honored to be able to say, is Keith Holman. Most people are familiar with Keith Holman as a um, among many talents that he has as a magnificent designer to the stars. He's designed iconic pieces associated with Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, Neil Diamond, and many others. Others of you may or may not be familiar with Keith's extraordinary philanthropy. He is um, a man with a tremendous heart, and I believe that a part of his God-given talents and creativity is not only captured in the designs that he creates for people who bless our lives in the entertainment world, but also how he creates wonderful opportunities to bring good, sustainable good to humanity. He has been a longtime supporter of the Center for Great Apes, or the Center for Great Apes, where Bubbles, uh, Michael Jackson's um, beloved pet, has been uh, calling home for many years. And Keith has um, not only designed for Bubbles, he has been a great supporter of the work of the Great Center for Great Apes. In addition, he is based in Los Angeles. He has been a longtime supporter for Bob Baker Marionette Theater. Bob Baker Marionette Theater was founded by Bob Baker and Alton Wood in 1963. It is the oldest children's theater company in Los Angeles. And in June of 2009, the Bob Baker Marionette Theater was designated as the Los Angeles Historic Cultural Monument. Uh, Bob Baker, who is now... Um, who has been running this wonderful facility and a pioneer in the puppeteer industry for more than 70 years, has been known worldwide. Um, Keith Holman has um, dedicated not only design and his time and other talents, but is involved in an auction that will bring funds to support the Marionette Theater and Los Angeles Unified School District. Keith, thank you so much for being here today. I'm looking forward to our conversation associated with your latest fundraising um, philanthropic venture, and that's an auction that's coming up in New York on June 14th, and the auction um, is associated with the memorabilia vault, and you have some of your amazing pieces that you are going to be auctioning off and a tremendous amount of those proceeds are going to be benefiting um, these great causes. So Keith Holman, thank you so much again for joining us here on Sylvia Global. Well, thank you, Gail. It's great to be here once again. And, yes, I'm very excited about the auction and about the projects that we're working on um, or I'm, I'm, I'm working on because they're going to help the children of Los Angeles um, who cannot afford possibly uh, the entrance fees to the theater or some programs the theater is providing. And um, also, uh, not only besides that, it's going to help, you know, the, um, besides Bob, also helping the Center for Great Apes because they're doing expansions now. I called and talked to them this morning uh, on feed rooms for the apes' diets down there, the primates, and also they're doing, creating new treetop aerial shoots which go from trailway to trailway to help them uh, have, uh, with safe passages across the park. And as you know, they're very expensive because they need special metals um, and they need to be constructed certain ways because of the uh, primates. So thank you so much for having me on. 
What, um, was, what prompted your interest in supporting the Center for Great Apes? Um, well, I've always loved um, uh, animals since the time I was, you know, a little guy. And I believe, I thought, like so many other people, thought how cool would it be to have one of my very own in my house or uh, I love seeing them in the circuses and what have you. I did not realize at the time until I started working with the center that a lot of those primates were um, badly treated or when they were young and cute, everybody loved them, but when they get a certain age, they get a little bit too big or too heavy um, to handle, certainly when they go into adolescence. And people, they're so used to being around people and living in certain ways, they don't know how to adjust any other way. And uh, a, a typical primate, uh, a chimpanzee, can live up to 50 to 60 years. And they have dietetic problems, they have heart problems, they can have strokes. Uh, these are all the things that most of us don't think about. And I was made aware of this by going to the Center for Great Apes and seeing all this and take wonderful people down there taking the time for me to do that, and that was quite an amazing thing, and that's kind of changed, it was life-changing for me. Um, for the audience that that's not familiar, the Center for Great Apes, their mission primarily is, is very, you know, it's what Keith just referred to, you know, they provide permanent sanctuary for orangutans and chimpanzees who have been rescued or retired from the entertainment industry, from research, or who are just simply no longer desired or wanted as pets. So the Center for Great Apes provides care with dignity and a safe and healthy and enriched environment for apes that are in need of lifetime care. Um, you know, Bubbles has been, um, is there, and I know that you go um, periodically to this center. And talk to us about what you do when you are there at the sanctuary, Keith. Well, when I'm there, I'm, I'm able to do t uh, touring around and actually to see the different primates, whether it's bubbles or the orangutan from every which way but loose or poppy or a lot of the different, there's a lot of animal uh, primates that are there that are from different movies and TV shows and what have you, entertainment industry that were got too old and a little bit too big to handle and they were retired. So I'm able to go into the operating rooms where they do the operations. They're so close to our to us uh, physically, uh, it's quite amazing to go into the rooms and also go into the dietary, uh, the, to the uh, food preparation rooms and see their, uh, the way they prepare uh, individual meals for each individual primate there, which I, I thought they all ate the same thing, but they don't. Um, and I'm able to spend time with them like bubbles and sit down and talk with them or what have you. Um, they also have an enrichment program there is where they allow the the chimpanzees or orangutans to do painting or they listen to music. Uh, they have their backpack days where they play with the backpacks. And with the, when they do the painting, they use child-safe tempera paints um, that allow them, they, they taste as they paint. And, you know, you can ask them to paint, and, and, and so if they feel in the mood to do it, they will. If, they, if not, they won't. And it's so interesting to see some of the paintings as they try to attempt to paint abstract or humans or animals, tigers or lions or whatever. So I, I was quite fascinated with that. You know, and just spending time with this wonderful staff there and watching them and the loving care for each individual primate there, um, they're, they're treated like, like we are. And some of the primates also use sign language like Bubbles does. 
and I'll ask for things like, can you hand me that flower? I'm hungry. I would like to eat this or that or whatever. And it's, it's, it's just heartwarming and fascinating just to see people who have taken the time um, out of their lives to do something like this, this program. And so I'm just honored just to be part of that. Are there particular items from the auction? Let's talk about the auction that's coming up on June 14th. Are there particular items that are designated for um, the Center for Great Apes, or will the funds be, you know, any of the items that you submitted will appoint? Yes, yes. Um, two of the items that I submitted were um, from years, a few years ago when I was with the, the late great designer Warren R. Caton who designed the belting systems for everybody from Elizabeth Taylor to, of course, Michael Jackson, and became a business partner of mine uh, and a mentor for 30-some years. And before he passed away, he signed uh, a belt, which will be auctioned off. It's a um, red and gold leather belt. And um, it has his signature on it in mine. It's the last thing he signed before he passed away. And there's a prototype glove um, that's a rhinestone banding glove that are going towards uh, – uh, a generous part of the proceeds are going directly to the Center for Great Apes for that. And even in the auction, I specify that the the donations for, if people are interested in donating to the Center for Great Apes, go directly to the center. Nothing goes to me directly to them because they, um, you know, they need the money down there to do the programs they're doing. So um, you can kind of look for those in the memory vault. And I was taken back when I saw the advertisement on the whole side of a building in Times Square a few days ago, and I think I um, emailed a copy of that to you. So I'm thrilled with that. That appears on the SylviaGlobal.com website. You know, there's also an image that will be appearing. We haven't posted it just yet, but it will be reappearing, I should say, on the SylviaGlobal.com website of Michael Jackson's glove the infamous glove being held up to the, you know, the screen where Bubbles is and Bubbles' hand, reach, you know, his fingers reaching through trying to touch it. Can you tell our audience uh, the significance of that? I think the image speaks powerfully for itself about the connection. Yes. Um, of, you know, and the, just the connection at, at every level. Can you share some more on that? Yes, uh, that was quite interesting. That picture or that series of images, I think that's one of, of about 12 or 13 image, uh, photos that were images that were shot around that period, was taken towards the end of my, uh, the last time I was there. Um, and I'd walked around to the space where there was a uh, certain location in the, in the, in the um, facility where they were at, uh, I think where I think Latoya had taken a pictures before also, the same, about the same spot, which I didn't realize until later on. And um, Bubbles had his friends Ripley and Stryker. I think Stryker's a little uh, chimp uh, that was there also. And when I pulled the glove and the belt out for them, it was not for him to wear or try on or, or anything else. It was, all, it was the money it was there to bring awareness to the center and for what they are doing down there, not to um, entertain people. So he, he and his little buddies looked at it, and they looked – and they had never, well, he obviously he'd seen it, and he recognized it. And the head of the facility said it was the first time since Latoya had been there that he got excited and he saw somebody he recognized, and he just, um, it, the look in his eyes was quite amazing. So I did a little sign language with him, and, and 
he recognized it and he touched it. And it, it was heartwarming to see that because he remembered Michael because he does listen to music sometimes down there. And um, it, is, uh, it was just heartwarming. I, I can't expl- express how I felt or I think he felt because I don't know. It's, but because they don't they have emotions like we do, but then they, they don't. So it was very powerful um, to me and uh, to him and the other chimps to try to grab it. Now, he knew better because he knew to touch it, but he knew he wouldn't destroy it, where the other ones just wanted to play with it, but they thought it was fascinating to see the sparkles on it, on the glove. So that was, you know, and it's the only glove of its kind that is, I think it's a left-handed glove, a right-handed glove. It's the only one like that there is. There is no other one um, um, with that hand, that, that, that glove. So um, there is a video that Bob Baker graciously did uh, with uh, a, a Michael Jackson um, marionette that he made in the 70s, and he performed with uh, with Michael, uh, I mean, uh, up at Michael's ranch and up in Encino also, and there's a segment where you'll see um, Bubbles and on Jabbar, the, the, the giraffe, the, the, the puppets or the marionettes, and towards the ending, there's a special ending, and you know, that ending was taken from this particular scene from when I was down in Florida, Florida in Wachula, Florida, at the uh, center. Oh, actually, I'm glad that you just mentioned that. Uh, for again, for our audience, the sanctuary for the Center for Great Apes is located in South Central Florida, Wachula, Florida, and you can learn more about them and support them at the Center for Great Apes.org. Uh, what I find uh, most um, Significant, as I've learned about their work through you, Keith, is the compassion and how the compassion associated with animals and the care and love that's given to them is also a reflection of the same type of compassion in our hearts that connects us with human, other human beings. And, you know, there is a quote on their site, you know, by St. Francis of Assisi, you know, if you have men who would exclude any part of God's creatures from the shelter of compassion and pity, you will have men who will deal with likewise, deal likewise with their fellow men. And so the work that's being supported there, I think on levels, you know, that go far beyond um, that 100 acres, you know, of beautiful, you know, land that's located near a place of, you know, titled of all things Peace River, um, you know, are really a reflection of what we can do to support humankind and life kind um, in general. Let's talk some more, Keith, about the other philanthropy work associated with the upcoming auction. Bob Baker, Mary, and Matt, you know, you just, you know, made reference to, um, you know, this, you know, the work that Bob has done and um, the significance of it through the theater, including, you know, capturing, you know, images, you know, um, associated with um, bubbles and puppeteers. Can you expand some more on why Bob Baker Marion at Theater is a beneficiary of, you know, the auction proceeds? Well, yes, and that, um, the reason why I put them as a beneficiary also is because, uh, one of the reasons is because Bob Baker, um, from the all the time that I've been connected with Bob Baker and Ennis Theater and the puppeteers that are there, um, and I've seen the shows, it's one of the few places left that parents can go with their children of all ages. <laughs> and they can see a show and not be worried about somebody trying to 
snatch their kid up or do this or that or worrying about what images are going to be seen throughout the show or cover the kid's eyes or whatever. And the kids actually enjoy it and they're interactive somewhat with it, you know, with the show somewhat. And they're able to go to an ice cream parlor after they see the show, which is about, about 45, 50 minutes long. Uh, that's about the attention span that most kids can have at that, uh, you know, at that age. And uh, then it's just a beautiful place. You, you know, Gail, you've been there before, and it's, it's just a wonderful place going back to old Hollywood. And for they're able to also purchase little little items they want, little puppets or whatever afterwards in the uh, little puppet shop where they actually make them there. And it's just quite fascinating to me. Uh, and it's about the only place I know left here in Los Angeles. And so if we don't support them, who will? You know, or if I don't, I mean, it's just a, it's a, uh, it's just a very personal thing for me because as a little kid, I love Walt Disney characters or Warner Brothers characters. And Bob Baker worked with Walt Disney and Walt Disney's daughter in helping to create a lot of the, uh, or make a lot of the puppets or a lot of the characters from uh, Mickey Mouse to um, Donald Duck to, you know, to the rest of the, the cat, you know, with uh, the Warner Brothers, I guess it was, Looney Tunes. So he created a lot of puppets for the actual people who invent, to, who created them in the, in, the, in the first place. So it's just a blessing to me just to be part of all that. Well, uh, you know, I am familiar with it, and it holds a very deep place in the heart, not only my heart, but that of my family and a tremendous memory. Uh, it was where we had our son, I think he was about five or six years old, um, birthday parties, now in his 30s. And it's really intriguing to me that, you know, after uh, many birthday parties and life experiences, to see his friends who are now adults and parents with their children um, remember with great significance and awe the Bob Baker Marionette Theater and not realize that um, what losing that theater would mean to in creating memories for other generations, but also retaining the powerful history of the art form that Bob Baker is a worldwide leader in. What other items, so, um, excuse me, let me say this. So please support and learn more about Bob Baker Marionette. He's located at 1345 West 1st Street in Los Angeles. And you can also go to Bob Baker Marionette. M-A-R-I-O-N-E-T-T-E-S dot com, BobBakerMarionettes.com. Um, his marionettes and the prototypes that were used for Disney characters, um, those I've seen those on auction um, go for more than $3,500 and $5,000. And he has, you know, thousands and thousands of these incredible works of art that he has designed through the years. So coming up on June 14th, the memorabilia vault, the auction. Talk to us about that, Keith, and other pieces that you um, will be um, having on auction to support these great philanthropic causes. Well, yes, there, are, there is that glove, that prototype glove and that belt that was part of an actual costume. It's not just a belt. It's one belt, but it's part of a, a belting system that went on a costume. Uh, there's also one more piece that I put up for auction, which was a um, an, a, a rare, rare, rare couture glove that um, means the world to me, or it has to me and everyone who created it, the, the, the 
original creators back in the day, a Bill Whitten glove. And a part of that money will go to the, uh, a different part of the proceeds will go to the Bob Baker Theater. And that glove is, um, I can't even tell you, I've, I've brought it out since I've been fortunate enough to acquire the glove. I brought it out for several charity events or whatever. And uh, it's just uh, it's just spectacular. That's all I can say. I, I did an exhibit here in Los Angeles about a month ago, and I think it was used then, along with other Jackson pieces or Lionel Richie pieces or things from the Wizard of Oz that I you know that I am um, honored to 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 be able to preserve. And um, so I'm hoping. From this, well, from us doing this, we're also planning on exhibits, and I'm working on a new book that will talk about a lot of these items or show them and pictures and images that have never been seen before. And, of course, part of the proceeds from the book will be going to help these foundations also. Um, and, and, Gail, I want to say one more thing, too. Um, as you know, and you've come to see, I also work with the City of Los Angeles and the Sam Simon Foundation, um, Sam Simon um, is the co-creator of the Simpsons TV show and a writer on anger management. Sam has, uh, supplies about, I think, every month about 40 tons of food to the city of Los Angeles, fresh food, and vegan, he's a vegan, I mean, they're vegan food. And so also we work with the people also. It's not just primates who I love, but also people say sometimes, why aren't you working with people? Well, I do. So we give out 40 tons of food to about four, eight hundred, sixteen hundred people a month. So I'm honored to be part of that also. So I want to do both. We're taking care of humans and we're taking care of primates, which to me are just almost as close to humans as we are. They're like us. You look in their eyes or when you sit down with them. So that's my goal is to continue doing what I'm doing and expand upon it with the help of everyone else. Well, uh, you know, I have seen uh, the work that you've been doing firsthand associated with Bob Baker Marionette and uh, familiar with, you know, from a distance because I have not yet been to the Center for Grade 8, so I look forward to that, but very familiar with the work you're doing there. And our introduction, I actually saw you in the, the, you know, the intense summer heat of Southern California uh, on the trucks, you know, loading up bags, and what was really um, quite disturbing was the number of people who um, appear to be just by outside first impression look like normal, everyday working people and families, um, not the, you know, what comes to mind when we think of people who are homeless, um, but people who look like they may have home and shelter and private transportation but actually had no food and their families there and the tremendous um, volume of hands-on, healthy, respectful distribution of food by Sam Simon Foundation and people like yourself, you know, there physically present, um, encouraging the people, loving the families and giving them food both for their souls you know, with your smile and your kind words and then food for them to actually carry home and put in their shelves, their refrigerators, and then the, the bodies of their family. So it's absolutely commendable. And I am looking forward um, to you coming back with a representative from the San Simon Foundation 
to talk more about this work. It is a growing area. I think, and you, you shared with me last Saturday uh, that it's now expanded beyond that location to other locations. Can you talk more about that? Yes. I, I know that they've just expanded uh, into Watts um, in Los Angeles, California. They're in East L.A., and I believe they're in the Valley, I think, also. Uh, they're part of, they work with the city of Los Angeles and the city facilities. And it's just enormous. I mean, Sam Simon pays for this. He does not take donations for this. So please, no one send donations. If you want, you know, if you want to send some donations to the Tom Bradley Family Source Center, you can. But as far as Sam Simon, he does not take donations. He pays for this out of his own pocket. The warehouse, the truck or trucks, the employees, and all the food is paid for by his own pocket out of the foundation. And he also takes care of animals also the Sam Simon uh, Foundation for Animals to Neutering and Spading. Um, and um, it, it's just when you see the people, everybody thinks it's a certain type of person, but a lot of these people, have, they pay the rent and they have no money left over. Or they have the kids and the children. And, and not only does the, the city or the Tom Bradley Family Source Center that, that hosts this place, the, the, this uh, food giveaway, giveaway uh, their bags of uh, vegan food in, all, in, our, in uh, rec- recyclable bags. They also provide uh, learning there. Uh, I mean, they have a um, facility there for computers so you can get jobs at the same, look for jobs. They work with your taxes, and they also help with the little small daycare um, um, set up there. And they're up to capacity now with us giving away food where we're totally filled at this point. So, you know, I am, um, and uh, as you know, when you came there, they were thrilled to see you, and they look forward to doing something with you in the future also. So thank you. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to having that happen very, very soon. Um, Keith Holman, June 14th, the auction um, with the Memorabilia Vault. Our viewers and listeners can go to the memorabiliavault.com. They will see on the home page the items that are up for auction with auction highlights and then click on the link and get additional detail. And there is an opportunity to bid. And so the general public can bid on this. This is not something that's exclusive to any part of society, correct? Correct. Everybody can go online and they can bid on the items. And besides my few items that I have there, uh, very special items, there are other items by uh, different people that I think were put up for for auction also. Um, so we go online, you can see all the other, other wonderful things. And uh, I'm proud to be part of that because of the, 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 the proceeds, the part of the proceeds going to help other organizations and, and people. And, and uh, if I can do that, then I've done my job. Correct. Thank you, Keith Holman, again, for being here on SylviaGlobal.com. You can um, support the work that Keith is supporting. It's a wonderful way to, to do something and to make a contribution and to know that you've made a difference in someone else's life. And Keith, again, thank you so much for just your friendship and your support and the example that you are to all of us. Thank you for Thank you so today. much. Thank you. And thank you so much. Have You're a wonderful welcome. day. We'll talk you to you too. soon. You've okay. been listening to Gail Sylvia, host of SylviaGlobal.com, with my very special guest, Keith Holman. You can learn more about this conversation and hear it again at sylviaglobal.com.